Welcome. You're listening to the Think Like an Entrepreneur podcast because it turns out there's no such thing as a struggling entrepreneur. There are only business owners still operating from an employee mindset. I'm your host, business coach Katherine Morrison. Now let's dig in. Hello, hello, soul family. You guys, we are just a couple weeks away from a rebrand of the podcast. And it's amazing how perfect the timing is. Like it wasn't planned this way, but the reflections of the before the first million and beyond the first million. And next week, my operations manager, Cheyenne, is coming onto the podcast. Y'all, we recorded it this morning. It's such a good episode, like such a juicy behind the scenes of what it looks like scaling into millions. And then after that episode, We are so excited to reveal to you guys the next iteration of what is wanting to come through me and all of the containers of Catherine Morrison coaching. And I want to really dive deep into setting the stage for that in this episode, because I thought long and hard about the decision I made that we're going to scale into millions. And it really came down to the decision I've made about how I want to live my life, which is surrendering to my soul and the enormity of what is being asked to come through me. Like the visions I have been receiving, the guidance of what to do, the clear direction of who I am to be, right? And the formation of a new paradigm honestly still scares the shit out of my rational mind, which is fucking crazy. Because my brain, my rational brain is now actually on board, like knowing and accepting that I'm one of the best mindset coaches in the world and that there's literally nobody better equipped to help people go from starting their business from ground zero and scaling into that first six and multiple six figures. I'm just like, oh yeah, like, of course, obviously the answer is me. And so to have that knowing deep in my bones and then to see what is wanting to come through the business and to come through me and the enormity of it beyond that is like my mind, y'all, rational mind still not caught up. (laughs) And it's insane that this is who I have become from the work of just answering the call of what wants to come through me, what creation, what wants to flow through me. And in just a few years, right, to receive the knowing that what I'm doing right now, who I am right now, it feels so big. Like my mind is like, this is amazing. There's more. What's going on, right? The insane results that my clients are seeing and the compounding results that I'm starting to see in my client base And to see that that is all just level one of a giant skyscraper is fucking insane, right? Like the first million was just the first floor and looking at what is coming beyond the first million and surrendering to that. And what my soul is asking is like a little bit bananas. (laughs) And It's all of our work, right? To get our cute little human brain on board with the enormity of what we feel inside of us. And it's like, all right, let's do this, guys. And I want you guys to hear because as you get to the point where your consciousness has expanded so far beyond the conditioning of your sweet little human brain, 
You don't have to get de- like bogged down by the bullshit and the doubt and the lack of belief because you just see it's like, oh, that's my little Mario. My little Mario's got some like glitches and I'm the player, right? Like I'm the one directing my little Mario and I'm here helping Mario get through the level. But to get there, to get to the point where I was even open to the possibility Like, cause you guys have heard me say before, when I started my business, I was like, I just hope I can replace my six figure salary. (laughs) So to be here looking at having like produced the first million within just a few years and seeing how like sort of small beans that is compared to what is being asked of me, um, is just so like my rational mind. I'm like, what is happening? Right. And this work is probably work I started working on with myself, I don't know, maybe like 15 or 16 months ago. And I'd grown to about half a million. And my brain was seriously conflicted about whether or not I even wanted to grow the business beyond that. Because my mind told me that that was going to be complicated, right? And and why do that, right? Like why create this big thing where then I've got employees to manage and I've got all of these systems and processes. And then I'm like sitting in in like a, basically in a level of like leadership and being the CEO directing rather than when I look at where I was like 16 months ago, I was in a half million dollar business, but a lot of that was coming from one-on-one. It was very much like me on the ground. (laughs) You'll actually hear next week in the in the interview with my operations manager someone had asked on instagram they were like what's the messiest part when you like first came into the business and Cheyenne's like there wasn't anything messy there just was literally nothing there it was like catherine's brain and paypal for payment processing and an instagram and half a million dollars right <laughs> and so that's where i was it was so simple and then when i looked at if I want to create a business that is infinitely scalable, what that looked like, that was something that my rational mind was like, I don't know, this is pretty good. We're in a half a million dollar business that has extremely high profitability. I don't even need a team, right? Like I'm I'm able to deliver this on my own. And I love this. Like I built a business that I love being in, right? And so thinking about, I remember like my brain just sort of arguing with me, like, because when you scale into millions, you you become a bottleneck, right? Your job as the CEO is to unhinge yourself from anything where, where you're needed, right? Like if you're needed in the ability to get the marketing out, if you're needed like and necessary and, and in the delivery, right? If you're needed, if your physical presence is needed in anything, you become the bottleneck to the business's growth. And as I looked at that, I was like, well, but I love being in the business. Why would I intentionally unhook and unhinge myself from a business that I built from ground zero? And I fucking love my clients. I love working one-on-one with clients. I love like every, every inch and crevice of my day. So why would I do this work of scaling into millions of creating these robust systems and processes of of growing a team. Like, why would I do all of those things and unhinge myself from a business that I absolutely love? And 
I didn't think that I like, first of all, I didn't need, I was so happy, right? I was so happy in my half a million dollar business. And I'm just like, well, I'm already so happy. So it's not like more money is going to make me happier. Why the hell would I do this? And I sat there and I thought about it like so much. And my mind went back and forth on it. And I remember I sat with the question for months in my mind, right? And it it got kicked off because my coach had opened her higher level mastermind, which was for scaling into multiple millions of dollars. And at the time I was at the revenue requirement, right? I was at half a million. I think the revenue requirement at that time was like 300,000, maybe 400,000. I don't know. But like, I was definitely beyond it. And so there was a part of me that was like, well, I should just go into this higher level mastermind. It's opened and I've, I've qualified. So I should just go there. And then I tracked that, like, that would be a terrible reason <laughs> to like arbitrarily just decide like, oh, I guess I should make millions of dollars just because my coach opened a bigger mastermind and I've been invited. And so I sat and my mind went back and forth and back and forth in what do I want my life to be? And is it going to be complicated? And do I want to be managing a team? And like all of these things for months. And I do think it's like, it can be worthwhile to ask yourself about like what the fabric of the day is that you want to have. But what I got to, which was so much better than this like ping pong that was going into my mind around like, what what does my little mind want, right? And, and like, it was sort of like arguing and nitpicking on these like little things was rather than trying to solve this big life purpose question with like little mind chatter, I started going deep within myself and asking myself a series of high quality questions. Here's the questions that I asked myself, and I encourage you to go forth and do this for yourself. How can my life be of greatest service to the collective? Who am I here to be for the collective? What creation is asking to come through me? Who am I called to be in this lifetime? What possibility exists within me that I haven't allowed myself to see yet? Do you see and hear how fucking different those questions are? And it put my brain on a completely different path than like systems and processes and managing a team seems complicated. I don't know if I want that. And so I started every single day asking myself those questions, right? Rather than just saying, should I scale to millions of dollars? That wasn't a very high quality question. I got a lot further when I started asking myself, How can my life be of greatest service to the collective? Who am I here to be for the collective? What creation is asking to come through me? Who am I called to be in this lifetime? What possibility exists within me that I haven't allowed myself to see yet? And just about every single day, I sat at my altar and I asked, please help me see how you want me to see so I can be who I am called to be. And every day I return to those questions every single day. Now, the first few days, my brain did what a human brain does. And it whined and it was like, I don't know. And it yelled at me for having the audacity to even ask questions at that high of a level of myself. Like, who the fuck do you think you are? 
to be asking yourself, like, who are you called to be for the collective? Like the, the grandeur of the questions that I dared to ask myself, it, my brain literally asked me, like, who do you think you are to even be asking and posing those questions to yourself? But I just kept asking, right? I kept asking. I kept clocking my brain's resistance. I kept clocking my brain's judgment. I didn't even try to argue with it. And then I just noticed and I was like, okay, basically made it clear to my brain that I wasn't going to stop asking. So every single day, again, I would ask the questions, right? How can my life be of greatest service to the collective? Who am I here to be for the collective? What creation is asking to come through me? Who am I called to be in this lifetime? What possibility exists within me that I have not allowed myself to see yet? And as I kept asking those questions day in, right? Like after every day, after some time, my brain stopped chattering back at me. It was just like, all right, this bitch is not going to stop. <laughs> we can keep throwing shade at her and we can keep saying, who do you think you are? And those questions are too big. And how dare you? But when I didn't argue with the questions and I just kept asking, my brain got tired and then soul started to answer. And the enormity of the call started to come through. And it became so obviously clear that soul, it didn't matter to soul how cozy my little brain was in its super cute little half million dollar business. Like, look around society, look around our world and see how hungry people are for purpose. Look at how worn out people are with these old systems of oppression. There is like a collective waking up from a slumber from the curse. If you remember the kingdom analogy from last week, right? It's like everybody's sort of waking up to the fact that like this curse has come upon the kingdom and that it's actually not how the kingdom was always meant to be. And there's a collective shaking off of the slumber that has been sort of piled on top of people. And it suddenly became so clear that I was holding the keys to the next kingdom. Like they're in my hands and I was delivering those keys to my clients who were in these smaller containers with me. And they were getting amazing results, creating six-figure businesses, multiple six-figure businesses, right? Like all of these things are happening. And then I'm sitting there in my little brain asking, maybe I'm just cozy here in my half a million dollar business. And maybe, maybe I want to like deprive the rest of the world from the keys to the next kingdom that everyone is fucking so hungry for. I have the keys and I'm deciding, right? Like how selfish, right? It really was. It was like it, watching my brain and how it didn't want, it was like kind of lazy. It was like, I don't really want to do the work. I don't know if I want to do with those systems and processes. And then I saw the keys that I held in my hands and it became such a no brainer that it was like, a moral responsibility to create a business that could provide those keys to the next kingdom to more and more people that wanted it. I have those keys. It is my duty and obligation. And it is the, the, what is being asked to flow through me to open, to deliver those keys to as many hands as possible 
for what is wanting to come through the fucking world, right? Like there is a huge shift in the world happening right now. And we are leading the movement into an entirely new paradigm. Like I still, like my brain is like, I can't believe you're saying that out loud, but I'm just like, no, it's like very clear what's wanting to come through. And that's exactly what it is. And when you stop making decisions from your brain and like the, who do you think you are? And that's too much. And what sounds comfortable to you or what sounds like fun to you, but you instead really deeply tune in to what your highest potential could possibly be and how you can be of greatest service to the collective, the answer will almost definitely be something that your brain does not think is fun or comfortable and probably the enormity of you claiming that in the world and saying it out loud is something your brain is like, you probably shouldn't do that. Who do you think you are? And to be super clear, when I'm saying that like your brain, what, what your brain will deliver when you ask yourself those questions, it's going to push you outside of your comfort zone. I don't mean push you outside of your comfort zone as in like hustle and like life begins at the end of your comfort zone, like a gym coach, like blowing a whistle at you to move faster. Sometimes that energy is helpful to ignite motion, but you know what is just as uncomfortable as that? Letting and learning to make tons of money be super easy. Constantly expanding your nervous system to be willing to both create and receive more and more, more money, more clients, more joy, more pleasure, more fun. Doing that work of expanding the capacity of your nervous system, expanding the potential and possibility in your mind is equally as uncomfortable. And going outside of your quote unquote comfort zone as it is to like, oh, get out there and get out of your comfort zone and force your push and hustle, right? Like both of those can be going out of your comfort zone. And you might decide you want to go out of your comfort zone in the way that like, can I let it be easy? How can I let this be easier and easier and more and more joyful? It's extremely uncomfortable. But when you ask your soul how it wants to create money, how it wants to be in relationship with business and creation, I guarantee you that soul will never answer. I'd love for it to be a fucking slog. If you could just make it really hard and white knuckly, that would be awesome. (laughs) And so then the irony is how much work, what a quote unquote slog, the mindset work and nervous system regulation work is to reprogram yourself from the core to run your business day to day from a really elevated, joyful, pleasurable, emotional state, letting money and working feel fun and playful and easeful. It's funny. I actually have had a conversation with my operations manager recently and it was, I can't remember exactly what she was saying, but it was basically that like, it's not that work is easy. It's that it's easeful. And I think that's a really good way of putting it. Like I would say what we're doing day to day has like not been easy by any stretch of the imagination in the past, you know, 12 to 15 months or whatever, everything that we've been putting in place in the business hasn't been easy, but it's been easeful. And that my friends is the kingdom, 
right? To commit yourself to living into living and working from the way that you want to feel like enjoying the journey as much as the destination and then continuing to ask yourself, how can I be of greatest service to the collective? What possibility exists within me that I haven't allowed myself to see yet? And then rolling up your sleeves and doing the rebranding work, right? The deep identity work required to become the person who can create it. And to welcome the challenges and the setbacks with arms as open as you allow in the ease and the fun and the pleasure. Because when you begin to see the purpose of your life as to fulfill your highest potential and to be the conduit, right? The vessel for what wants to come through you, to be who you are called to be, to be of greatest service to the collective, your journey and your life become very, very different from when you think the point of your life is just to be happy all the time. I was super happy last year at half a million. And this past year has been joyful and pleasurable and also so painful and so incredibly hard building out so much in the business that needed to be developed and put in place to allow us to reach more people, to get to the the keys to the kingdom into the hands of more and more people that are ready for them. And 14 or 15 months later, to be super clear, after all that building, the company is at zero additional revenue growth. We're still at around, I don't know exactly what our 12 months rolling is, but it's probably still around half a million, maybe a little more. Zero more money for all of the intense effort, the hiring of staff, the development of so many systems and processes. In fact, there were periods probably in the last 12 months where our 12 months rolling dipped below half a million. While we slowed down and got out and decided like this is what wants to come through the business is getting those keys to the kingdom in the hands of as many people as we possibly can. And who the fuck cares if that means a year or two of intense heads down, like like roll up your sleeves, get in the mud, do the work, build out the system, build out the building so that we can service so many more people to spend that much time and to see literally zero more revenue. And I think it's like, it's so important because some of you guys, like you might be there. You're like, well, fuck you. Like thinking about like scaling to multiple millions of dollars. I'm doing this to get to my first six figures, right? It's the same thing. It's like, you've got to slow down. If you're leaving your nine to five and you had like a high income job, It's that same slowing down process. You can see what's possible for you. You can see what you want to create in the world. And you have to be willing to put in that, like the effort, the slog, the grind of building what you know is possible so that you can grow your business. And it's going to be probably like a while. It took me probably, gosh, what was it? 18 months to get back to my former salary, at least a year, at least a year to get back to what I had been making in my nine to five. There were so many months where I was making very little money and it felt like all effort and no return. And I feel like what Catherine Morrison coaching is in the middle of, or what, like, I think now, well, now we're ready to fly, but it has been like a good, I don't know, 14 or 15 months of slowing down, 
getting out, looking at like, what are all of the systems? What are, what's all the content that we have to put in place? What is, what are all the things where like, I am a bottleneck to my clients being able to get results? Like, right. What, what portals of content need to come out of my brain and get put into a portal online so that my clients can log in from all around the world at any time and create mind blowing results without my physical presence needing to be there. Right. And knowing that my work here is getting the keys to the kingdom into as many hands as possible to usher a wave into the world of the dream economy. Can you see how little a year or two of my life matters when I look at that in the grand scheme of like what's going to happen? I'm playing the long game. I'm just getting started. And so for you guys, you just have to think about like, are you in it for the long game? Are you looking at like, are, are you being very myopic and looking at what's just in front of you, right? The next month, two months, three months, or are you looking at the foundation that you are laying for a legacy and a body of work that your current rational mind can't even begin to wrap its mind around? And what we have on the other side of this like intense build, you guys will hear a lot more about it next week when my operations manager is on the podcast, but like on the other side of that first million dollars and the work that we've been doing in the past 14 months to get the business set up, it's a business that is set up. Yeah. We haven't generated any more revenue, but when we first started this process, it was like a lot of it was coming from one-on-one now every single thing in the business is set up in a way where it is very scalable and I can help so many more people. I'm no longer a bottleneck to people getting the keys to the kingdom that they are desiring. And I look at all, we have clients all around the world. Like it's insane. South Africa, France, Singapore. I have a client in Hawaii on Maui. Can't Obviously, that's part of America, guys, but I just love thinking about her like on Maui, like just being able to log in and get results. Canada, all over the continental United States. And we're holding up the flag for our ideal clients who are ready for a different way of creating money, for a different way of living their lives, for being someone different in the world and people who are ready to live into their potential. And we're holding up the flag and they are coming and we are calling in people who are all vibrating at that same frequency. Like, oh my gosh, when I see who's coming into the programs right now, and I'm looking at this community that is gathering, I get chills all over my body. Like the collective of soul family that will be able to, and is already collaborating and creating together like future best friends. I have clients in the accelerator that have joined the mastermind and they're like, Oh no, we're rooming together. We set up our hotel, right? Like this community of best friends and collaboration and all of the people who are fully aligned with our message and our vision. And then they're all coming together in this community and holding each other and supporting each other. And they have these portals of content that are delivering like value is just fucking flowing right. Like out of our business, like it's coming out of my ears, (laughs) coming out of every crevice online, just the, the results and the value that is coming. And we are just at the fucking beginning. And I can't even begin to like describe, you can probably hear it in my voice, but like how excited I am 
for the results that will continue to compound for my clients. Like I, I, it's so fun to see how many of them are now at six figures and they're just getting, getting warmed up. And like, what does that mean over time? And because of that, because I see what's possible for the future, because I'm so committed to creating that as my future, I'm so committed to creating that possible future and giving those keys to the kingdom to as many people who want them and are ready to take them, right? I'm so committed to that, that I'm willing to slog for it when it's hard, right? My mission matters to me enough that I'm willing to fucking eat glass, <laughs> for any of you that might remember the Elon Musk quote from the podcast that I had of him a little while back about what entrepreneurship is. But I'm also willing to let it be easy and I'm willing to let it be pleasurable, right? Like I've got open arms for all of it. When it's not easy, I can see that it's like spiritual formation, that there's something, there's a character quality within me that is asking to be activated and developed. There's a part, there's a skill set, right? That I'm being called to step into and refine. There's a part of my consciousness that's being asked to clear and up level, right? Anytime I'm not getting what I want, I'm just looking inside of me and I'm like, okay, what do I need? Like what needs to be cleared? What needs to be activated for me to step into the next level for that next wave to come through? And as I do that continual identity work, what I see is it's a continual clearing, a continual activation and continually up-leveling the results in my business. And that's streaming down to what I'm seeing happen for my clients. And so because part of that refinement of self is breaking down the barriers of what work even means. I think, gosh, I can't remember the, the number of the podcast, but like pleasure as a business strategy. Again, it's like the kingdom that like we're opening, the keys are available and we're opening the kingdom to is that like, yeah, work doesn't have to be hard. doesn't have to take a lot of time. It can be very fun. It can be very joyful. It can be very pleasurable. And every single one of those things that says it can't be is just a mental construct. And construct by construct by construct, the more that you unbind them, you are able to create new realities for yourself that you didn't imagine was possible. Like, y'all, I remember feeling so alone when I first started my business. And when I look at not just the incredible financial results that have been created in my business, but the team that I'm able, I'm now like, it's, I'm like, oh my gosh, who this business supports, right? Like this business is large enough that it financially supports and pays for the livelihood of other people, right? This business is like aligned to support these clients who are like completely soul aligned clients. And I'm like, oh my God, am I, how much better am I willing to allow it to get? And can I continue to do that work? And then even outside of the business, right? Because it's not just about like what it life looks like in the business. There's so many people that are willing to do anything. They're like, well, I'll sacrifice anything if I can just have, make lots of money in my business. And what this company represents is also like, yes, and then what, right? Because the business is just a small part of what your life is. And can you have a life that is just as rich as what your business is? And I look now at like, I remember when I first started just feeling so alone and uh, all I knew was like other employees. I didn't know other entrepreneurs. I didn't know other people that were working on themselves and committed to stretching into their potential. Like I was just on my own. I was like, I guess we'll just do this. And I look now at like 
the text threads I have with like multiple groups of girlfriends who are powerful and kind and successful and making so much money in the dream economy and so generous of like their time and their spirit and their knowledge. And I I look at like the relationship I have with my husband and how we have never been so connected. We have never been so intimate and not just, I mean, we could, (laughs) I could have a whole podcast on how hot our sexual relationship has gotten. Like y'all, we had had three kids, like we were already having sex, but like where our sexual relationship is now, I'm like, I did not even know this level of amazing, juicy pleasure and connection and intimacy was possible. Not just that though, y'all. It's also like the emotional connection I have with my husband. After us being married for over a dozen years, it feels like we're in a completely different marriage than it was just a few years ago. I'm in a relationship with my children where I am able to take off work and take them out to dinner and take them to things that they love to do and support them and be there for them and listen to what's going on with them, right? And so when we look at the dream economy, it is, can we have businesses that generate all the money that we want doing work that we love that also supports us in every other facet of our life? Your soul doesn't want to be in a business that feels dry and brittle and not fun. It wants and demands maximum aliveness activated and ignited and just lighting up in every cell of your body. It wants us to live in a technicolor prism of possibility that we don't see currently modeled in the matrix of society. And when you surrender to soul, it means surrender to the technicolor of all of it greater joy and pleasure and possibility than you ever imagined, and also greater challenges that you will be called to refine yourself and your consciousness and who you are, and you will be asked to up-level more than you ever demanded of yourself, because let's be real, soul's got way bigger plans for you than your little human brain does. So rather than looking at your life plans And asking yourself what you think you should do from the conditioning of your little human brain and what has been taught to believe it should do or what might be possible for it, start to open the window and connection to your soul. Every day for the next 30 days, ask yourself these questions. How can my life be of greatest service to the collective? Who am I here to be for the collective? What creation is asking to come through me? Who am I called to be in this lifetime? And what is possible for me that I haven't even allowed myself to see yet? Every day for 30 days. Answer until it feels like you have no more and then ask yourself, yeah, what else? And keep going. Don't take I don't know for an answer. Don't stop until your brain and every cell of your body is swimming in expansion and possibility. And then get to fucking work. We have a beautiful new earth to build and it is going to take all of us.